Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is the Don't Punt Hour with former Nebraska receiver. Throwing over the middle, completes the pass. He's got speed to the end zone. Touchdown. 45 yards. And return specialist. This time he beats the kicker in one more. DeMornay Pearsonell. Only does the sideline have confidence in Pearsonell, but Pearsonell has confidence in Pearsonell. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weeknights. I am Harrison Arnold on the ones and twos. As always, back here at the 1040 Ticket Studios, we got Tomorrow Personnel, the host is always streaming in. And again, if you guys ever want to join the show, Sarder Heyman text line, that's 402-464-5685. Put a face to the voice, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and of course, Allo Channel 961. But nonetheless, Tomorrow Personnel, how's it going on this Monday? I'm glad it's not cold anymore. <laughs> yeah. Hey, knock on wood. That that's You never know. For another snowstorm. I'm not going to count it out. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that long ago. We had one in March. Maybe I'm wrong, but you can always correct me on that. But I'm not going to count it out yet. But yeah, we do got some nice weather finally. I think I think it's supposed to even get up to 60s tomorrow, which is incredible. Keep coming, keep coming, baby. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> but we got plenty of things here to talk about on this Monday. It was a busy weekend uh, for Supernovas, for Husker Athletics, for NBA, for Super Into the All-Star. Uh, contest and everything that falls in between those. We'll probably want to dive into that one because that score for that all-star game was absolutely outrageous. They got to fix that thing fast. Be, I don't know how much longer people are going to want to watch that, but we'll save that for end. Real quick, let's go ahead and talk about the win for Nebraska basketball. Switch it over to college as they were able to take down Penn State, the Nittany Lions. Um, I believe it was Saturday's game, and it was one of those where wasn't very pretty for either team. Going into it. It was, it was ugly. It was definitely what you would call an 11 a.m. game. Uh, both teams looked to sleep. You saw it in the shooting numbers. Field goal percentages. Penn State, 33% from the floor, 21% from three. Nebraska, 44% from the floor, uh, 19% from three. Pretty gross for both teams there. Not what you'd want. 14 turnovers for Penn State, 13 for Nebraska. But we do do something which we struggle to do at home. We beat them in rebounds. 42 rebounds to Penn State's 31. Um, and really... There wasn't a whole ton of splitting factors in this one other than uh, you made more free throws and you shot just a little bit better on a team that was shooting poorly. I do still think it was a good win for Nebraska just simply for the fact that their defense is definitely a result of some of that bad shooting. Now, Penn State was missing open shots, but I was impressed by their defensive ability uh, to continue them to force that really bad shooting night. But what are your quick thoughts? Nebraska gets the win over Penn State to get the 18 wins already at this point in the season. Uh, you know, a win is a win. Uh, you rather be in that column, rather it's an ugly win versus than a good loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not going to complain there. Um, they got the job done. Uh, yeah, you know, there's things to work on and what uh, to, to be better at and whatnot. Um, but I mean, I'm not going to be a dead horse. Um, you did what you needed. You took care of the ball enough to get the W out, out of it. So, you know, uh, you got to start playing consistent. Uh, you know, it's crunch time, excuse me, uh, mm-hmm. you know, heading, heading into the big 10 tournament, you know, n- no, no home, no home advantage. So, um, you know, you, you, you better start, you know, your team better start clicking on, on all cylinders. Cause you get, you know, early out. I mean, you, I, honestly, I think you can probably kiss your chances of, you know, going to the NCAA tournament. Uh, goodbye. 
Yeah. So yeah, you're not entirely wrong, right? Because as it sits right now, again, I agree with you. Good win. Don't want to beat a dead horse too much. I mean, he still got a 20 point win. Um, a lot of that they didn't shoot great, but it was good defense on top of it. So pros and cons for that game, but you're always going to take the win. But as a result of that win, Nebraska does actually slide up number 40. If you're going to look at the Ken Palm rankings. And I think if we just go uh, to the AP poll, they got Nebraska slated. I just lost it. They got them slated at 49 right now. So sitting pretty good in most of those, that's going to put you anywhere kind of in that sweet spot, eight to 11 in terms of the dance. They just got to keep winning. And like you said, be consistent. They got to win some road games here. Looking at the rest of their schedule for Nebraska basketball, the road games left. Yeah. Just take care of business. Well, let's look at this. Let me ask you this then. So they got a road game at Indiana. They got a road game at Ohio State. And their final road games at Michigan. They only got two home games left. One versus Minnesota. One versus Rutgers. Do they need to get at least one of those away games to to lock in? They need to get both of those. Okay, so you're saying you get you need to get absolutely at least two out of the three road games if you want to be a lock. I would think so. I mean, to to push the narrative, you know that they're you know they're not they're they're not a team that oh we may think they may be like this. We just don't know which team is going to show up to where if they do get it, it's like okay, we're we're y'all are a little bit y'all more dominant than you know what we were thinking. So yeah, give the go ahead. Yeah, it's. It's one of those where it is going to kind of come down to the stretch because you're looking at Minnesota too. As does Minnesota belong possibly in the tournament because they're not? They've been playing some pretty good basketball. I think they're sitting at 16 wins right now. So even mm. though if you're Nebraska, you feel a hell of a lot better than Minnesota. In reality, you're not that Damn. far away, and they got the not tiebreaker because they beat you. We'll see how this game goes, but That's what I'm saying. I mean, if you lose, if you split this one, then it's going to go to purely statistics on who gets through. Um, but it is one of those. I think they got at least one road game. I've talked about it this entire time. That's kind of the bar of measurement that's keeping Nebraska out. Even earlier on when Northwestern was sitting ahead of Nebraska, you would look, Nebraska beat Northwestern, and you'd still wonder, well, why are they ahead? We got the same conference record, and we have the win over them. It's because Northwestern is able to get a few on the road. I do think for Nebraska that the worst thing you can do is lose all these road games, and with the last one, if you lose on the road to Michigan – Michigan, yeah. That's tough. Even though we saw Wisconsin do it, Wisconsin's been on a skid of their own, which is fascinating because we kind of started that whole skid, and Penn State was one of the teams that was able to get a win on Wisconsin. But I do think, I'm going to go ahead and say, if you can just win, looking at Nebraska, I think if you can get three out of these last five, with two of those being road games, I think you'd still get in. I think the home court is so well decided that if you can steal a win out of Indiana and Ohio State, get back even, Versus Minnesota at home, I think even if you drop those other ones outside of Michigan, you'd you'd be sitting in the tournament pretty solid. Just as the way the Big Ten's shaking out right now, because you'd be able to get those tiebreakers that you need and kind of force Minnesota out of the picture. Yeah, it's debatable. It's arguable, mm-hmm. but like it's I said, close. I mean, it's bubble leave, for a reason. Leave, leave no leave no room to doubt. So you saying three out of five? I I need four. Yeah. The, the only way I'll say this, if, if you lose to Michigan and you lose to Rutgers and you lose to Ohio State, those three right there will probably put you out. And then you're kind of looking at that Big Ten tournament, which even if you're a big fan of Fred Hoiberg this year, uh, the tournaments for Nebraska basketball have been rough in years past. You hope that they can step in there and plug, but it is kind of one of those culture things where you wonder, do you, do you have to at least advance a few times before you feel good about making a serious push to go ahead and win it all? Um, to make yourself a lock for the tournament. But that's kind of where we're at with Nebraska hoops. 
Where are you at right now? If you had to put it on a scale from one to 10, 10 being the highest confidence that this team's going to be in the tournament, zero being the lowest, where are you at with this team? I'm feeling good. I'm at a, I'm at a seven. I think I'm, I'm, I'm maybe at a six. Okay. Maybe just take care of business. They're not consistent. So it's like at, you know, at, at home, your dog steps up, you know, the people that you need to take over the game, take over the game. But on the road, those same people don't, don't do half of what they're supposed to do. Even if you just do half, Mm -hmm. you know, those eight wins, I mean, those eight losses will probably be maybe six, maybe. So it's uh, factoring in the, you know, the big 10 tournament is not played at home and everything. I I'm not, I'm not sure. It makes me nervous. It's too, <laughs> much to chance. It's, it's too much to chance. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to be positive, but I'm being real. Like it, it's, fair. it's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of the Nebraska fan syndrome that everyone's been going through. You don't want to get too excited because you don't want to set yourself up for a letdown, but I'm, I'll be honest. I'm feeling pretty good about this team. I, I'm obviously scared with the road games. I, the only thing, if I'm being honest, that I can't understand about this team is rebounding. I get there's some more energy at home crowds, but why the drop-off is so significant on the road, you can't tell me it's refs every single time. I mean, it's it's about an 8-9 to nine rebound difference of this Nebraska team at home than it is on the road, and that's that's just a purely effort thing. What, what do you think of when you see that stat line of Nebraska just struggling to get any sort of rebounds whenever they hit the road? To you as an athlete, that's someone who's been a Power 5 D1 athlete. I know it's a different sport, but what what um, is that just a mental thing that's happening with those guys? I, I don't know because, like like I said, like you're capable of doing it, but yet you don't. So it's not that you can't – You it's not that you won't do it. Like you you just don't have the effort that night. Yeah. And it, or like, you know, like what, what, what's causing you to check out? I don't necessarily know what's been the consistent thing for them to – have that reason continue to show up only on the road. Um, so I don't know if the, if the coach doesn't light into you enough or your girlfriend might have broke up with you <laughs> or you just got a terrible assignment due that week um, or something. I, I, I'm i not sure what it is. And um, it's crazy because, I mean, even the, the, like, even if you even if you do those small things like you know that can help your team out so much mm-hmm. it's not like you know it's not like okay you got to be an efficient score you got to get you know to the bucket or draw a foul no it's literally going to get a ball that's just effort so uh, why why are you not essentially putting effort on that side of the ball on away games but you do it at home it's a great question and it's one that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Even against no. that Illinois game, that was a game where you felt like, man, Nebraska has such great effort in every single category, but just grab a damn body when the ball goes up. You would have had a, a big, big road win for Nebraska. If they, if they would have just taken care of the offensive boards, even if you still lose that category, uh, just for it not to be as disastrous as it was, I can't remember how far away the rebounds, but it wasn't even close, I know, to finish that game. And you still got that team pushed them to the very edge and if you have that win um then we you, you gave them a six before out of ten and if they're going to make the dance or not if they get that win over illinois on the road which they lost by three points 87 to 84 you'd be feeling pretty certain that'd be a win over six seeded wisconsin a win over 14 illinois a win over number two uh per, or number one purdue at the time i oh, believe 
you would just have racked up ranked wins and then another big one on the road. And you would essentially be that only Big Ten team to go through all the big dogs in the Big Ten and come out on top. And still, and still, and still, still be standing. Yeah. I mean, you would be, in my mind, if you were able to do that, beat Purdue, beat Wisconsin, uh, beat Northwestern, which I know they're not ranked, but it's a good opponent to me. And then, again, you get Illinois, but you just fell short. You couldn't get the offensive board. So, to me, I don't know if it's an effort thing um, or what that is on the road energy-wise. I do have hope that Josiah Alec is going to be able to fill that role in terms of mm-hmm. energy. I feel like Josiah Alec is is finally starting to come into his role um, in terms of just where he needs to be in terms of a rim runner, in terms of being on defense, and just where to expect the ball. You're seeing that with Kase Tominaga and even their connection. Uh, they had a really sick play against Penn State where you can imagine the pressure that Tom Naga gets on a dribble, a handoff on the perimeter. Perfect pass. Gets to Josiah Alec inside. That's kind of who I'm expecting to, to help this team on the road. Who are those key performers for Nebraska down this stretch, in particular these road games? Because I think we all feel pretty good about Nebraska at home. Uh, again, like, I mean, just your starters. You know, you, your starters struggle to be consistent. So, you know, your main core group of guys out there um, don't handle business as to as how they should. Even even if you get four of your starters, I'm not saying all five of your starters ha- have to, you know, be superstars and everything like that. Just get four of them, four of your starters. And maybe, you know, for sure, a guy on the bench. CJ can uh, plug that role. We know, you, you, you know, so, I mean, it's just there hasn't been a collective a uh, group to where, you know, four out of the five guys or, um, you know, out of your your starting six, you know, your rotational guys, you know, at least five to four of those guys take care of business. I, I haven't seen it on a consistent basis. Do they do stuff at home and everything like that? Yes. Um, but I'm talking about holistically. Um, you know, if you're rebounding, you're, you're rebounding people step up and every now and then, you know, you're rebounding people go off and have, you know, some of those uh, massive type games that, that we've, uh, that he's shown that he can do and everything mm-hmm. like that, but yet hitting it on a defensive board or an offensive board, um, you know, that's extra possessions. Um, so, I mean, we've seen them attack, you know, these bigger um, university or these ranked universities who they're not, you know, supposed to, you know, win against and y'all have done it. So it's there. Um, but it's not just one person. Like it's a whole collective group, um, day in and day out to get the job done. Yeah. And especially when you're talking about rebounding, which again, I think is the one thing most Nebraska fans can stress. That's why you guys are losing on the road. It's, it's sloppy, um, turnovers and again, it sounds like not I'm bashing a, not, on this team. I, I do love this team. They've been awesome to watch. It's just the road game. The road games are infuriating because again, it, it's like the stuff you control. It's like that's uh, you know obviously when you play your games, but there's times it's like that pass. You guys don't do it at home. Then you get on the road. I don't know if you feel rushed or what it is, or it's an early shot. Um, and then again, when it comes to the rebounding, I get it. Rink Mast, you want better performances out of him on the road in terms of the glass, but he, he's an undersized center. You know, that that's that's a five-man or obviously someone deep four probably grab a body and get the board because you Be can't expect physical. rink mass to go you up know, and grab that's, 15 that's, a night. You know, like the t- teams probably are going to be, you know, towering over you. You're, you're yeah. a smaller team, mm-hmm. which which is fine and dandy. It's that, part of their game cool. plan. It, it's clear. It's part of their game plan. Sorry, I cut you off. I'm obviously, no, you're, you're, you're fine. Like, that, that's fine. Okay, you 
be more physical. If the ref, if the refs want to call a game, make them call a game. Like I, I'm not mad at that. You know, make the other team, you know, feel and oppose your will. Then people will start looking at you a little differently before you know they drive down there or you know coming out of the game after playing with you. Like they may be small or they may be you know not not as big as us, but they sure are physical. Mm-hmm. Then you know that that play that plays into you know your style and whatnot, and you could play a lot more relaxed. That's just me. I'm not a basketball person. I'm hey, I'm just you know that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a place for it, I think. And uh, Draymond Green, although I think he's at an extreme right now, I think at one point in time it was it was actually helpful to the Warriors to kind of add that stress. Like, I honestly, as long as it's nothing dirty and you're not you're not intentionally trying to hurt anyone, I wouldn't mind sure. seeing a technical, even from Fred Hoiberg, just just something to get the energy in the guys. Whether yeah, you, passion, you get a technical, you know, passion <laughs> is a part of the game. Yeah, it, it comes out. Yeah, so I wouldn't be, you know, I just someone needs to kind of be that enforcer again. I don't want you. Uh, to shove a guy in the back when he's going up for a dunk and try to take him out of the game. No one's calling for that. But if you get no. called for a T because you're trying to fight through a rebound a little too hard or someone who's boxing you out and you're getting a T because you end up just completely shoving the guy out of the way, I'm cool with it. It's You lose the possession, effort. but it sends, t- yeah, sends a message to the whole effort. team that you're not taking that. That we we got to put some effort into it. Uh, and uh, if we get a technical, so be it. But with that being said, I think we'll go ahead and put a pin on college basketball I think I'm pretty high on it. 402-464-5685. Is this the team to go to the tournament? And if you want to put a 1A, a 1B answer, is this the team to finally win a March Madness tournament game? Because again, it's it's crazy to think, but here we are with only five games left in the season, three on the road, two at home, and the Huskers at 18 wins have a real chance to finally get out of that ugly stat. Because uh, really, I mean, I'll just ask this before we get out of here. Is that... Unfortunately, is that one of the worst stats you think you could have as a Power 5 school to be the only team to not win a March Madness tournament? I can't think of a a bigger kind of diss that you could throw at any other Power 5 school. I mean, basketball and football, I mean, you know, not going to a bowl game, that kind of sucks too. That's up there. (laughs) Yeah, but we got some history we can point to. With basketball, it's like, ah, I mean, that that hurts. That that hurts. With the, the, you know, the, the guys that have came through, um, and, and moved on to, to play in the league and everything like that to, to not have something in that column column you know that that that's embarrassing that's not a little bit embarrassing that that's embarrassing completely yep and uh it'll just be so great because again you mentioned it it's not like Nebraska's never had great teams we've had great athletes mm-hmm. here it's just for whatever reason have been able to get it done and you just know if this team uh were to find a way to finally get that win you can imagine every husker alumni, you can go back as far as you want. You go to Strickland's days. You can go to Delano Banton and Sam Greasel. Everyone's going to be watching along with the rest of the country just because this is, again, it's such a bizarre stat. Uh, to do it at Nebraska, there's a real shot for it. So you guys can let me know in the text line if you think Nebraska is finally going to get it done this year. I'm feeling pretty good about it. DP on the fence, but you're at a six instead of a five, so I'll take it. Uh, but we'll get my out feet, of here. My feet, my feet are sitting on this side of the fence. <laughs> uh, I'm facing forward. I'm facing forward. We'll take that. That's a win right there. On the other side, we'll talk about this NBA All-Star game. Quite the thriller um, for anyone who who stayed up to watch it, because that's another point of mine is time-wise, ne- never quite starting on time in terms of the NBA. So we'll talk about that all on the other side. This is the Don't Punt Hour. I'm Harrison Arns on the ones and two. Host, as always, the morning Pearson L streaming in. Don't go anywhere.